Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast, the BNN. I am having a wonderful week this Monday, hashtag Monday Motivation, and I hope you guys are also having a good week. It is fantastic. This lovely July 22nd, Monday, 11.30 a.m. as I record, coming off the Amazon Prime week, which was, uh, I think, a bunch of BS now that I think about it, because I was at a comedy show last night, and uh, I don't know what other show I'd be at, but I was at a show as I checked the recorder, um, and everyone was like, yeah, they just jack up the prices, and then they show, like, they were showing, like, a camera for... Uh, that cost 2 lakhs and they said the MRP was 12 lakhs and then oh it's on sale for 1.8 lakhs and you're like oh I'm practically losing money if I don't buy this and I did not buy that because I am happy with the lens I use even for this uh, silly podcast but it's not silly because a lot of you guys have been writing in and asking me questions and it's been so amazing because I started this podcast on a whim and as anybody who ever wants to start a podcast should know uh, it is not easy to be continuous, to continuously do this, not knowing where it's going to go. But I have written some articles about it, as I learn, because just writing about something sometimes teaches you about stuff. So here's a, here's a good thing. To, if you ever want to brush up on your IT skills or your office skills, even your MS office skills, uh, teach somebody else because you will end up getting better as you go along. But that is not the point of today's podcast, the Burry Num Num podcast. I digress because we have a nice open dialogue, as you guys always know. And if anybody is watching video, I am here on the video again. I think my haircut is finally coming in. So funny, I had no white hair for like three days because he trimmed it so thin. And now it's all coming back and it's all just, uh, you're old, yeah. So anyways, I got an email this week from a guy I cannot give you the name because it's privacy and I think he emailed me so it wasn't even on the IG. Oh, I live by HAL here in Bangalore so you can hear the airplanes. And I like to think, oh, there goes Mr. Modi. All right, bye-bye, see you. Good night. Is that, I mean, it's definitely not thunder, but uh, thank you for paying attention throughout the aviation of our city. So I got an email from someone this week and the topic of the email was regrets r-e-g-r-e-t-s regrets and i paraphrase uh this email or i'll just read it out um can you do something on regrets we often feel regret over many things ah, don't we all some serious enough things which impact our future decisions some not so serious but when we face the similar situations later again we end up doing the same we did last time and we regret again i know bro i fully understand you know fool me once you know shame on you fool me twice shame on me but i think we fool ourselves daily over and over again yes i agree with you and I have some situations where I had a long chain of regrets. Yes, 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 I am there. I feel you. Feel small enough while doing it, but cumulative effect is serious. The long chain of regrets are greater than the sum of their parts. I am with you, my man. Now I regret that I don't take regrets seriously. Wow. Regretception. You know what I mean? Um, brother man, I am fully with you. I... Regret to tell you, <laughs> no, I, 
I'm fully there. I've been there. I understand. We live in a very interesting society, and you may not like what I'm about to hear. Anybody listening who is struggling with regrets, struggling with failure, okay? Um, as I've said many times on the Birdie Num Num podcast on iTunes and Spotify, um, as I say this all the time, regrets are normal. Failure is normal. It's normal to have regrets. It's okay to have regrets. In fact, you know uh that that funny meme of like that like like white dude with like the gold teeth and he has a tattoo and it says no regrets i'm sure people have seen that basically he had a typo on his tat no regrets and it's like no you should have regrets okay for sure regrets are a word there's a definition for it because everybody experiences regrets the same way everybody experiences failure I have regrets, okay? I have friendships I have lost. I have comedy colleagues that, you know, didn't work out. I have regrets oftentimes. Why did I leave the comforts of a nice job at Accenture after spending 10 years there? Um, sometimes I have those regrets. But then I also know, had I still been there and I would have seen what was happening in comedy and fighting that urge to do what I wanted to do and sitting in an office and hearing the same meeting over we are champions and our net profit is going up and the sensex strong headwinds are coming in the set this is my cnbc indian accent i'm sorry if you don't like it but i hate every time you see these business guys talking about the headwinds in the market forces and we really need to be weary of what's happening with the uh, the freaking tokyo stock whatever what's the japanese stock exchange i already forgot the name but does anybody know what the hell that means you know what i mean so, yes, I have regrets in every facet of life, okay? I have regrets if my wife and I get into an argument and I said something I shouldn't have. I have regrets that I'm recording right now at noon and already the guy is drilling. I should learn my lesson. You know, I have a lot of regrets. We always have regrets and regrets are normal. The tricky thing, which is what I'm getting from your email, okay, is you are saying you keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Been there, done that, do it all the time. Um, you are saying that regrets are starting to feel like a commodity um, where you just keep doing them and then later you realize just like a commodity, oh, this is kind of worthless after a while. And yes, 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 bro. That's something I don't think we hear enough of because here's the thing. We live in such a strange time right now where... You know, you're seeing Jay Shitty talking about it's okay to fail and here's some B-roll stock footage, you know, and a lot of motivational stuff and a lot of TED Talky stuff and a lot of bite-sized wisdom. One of my goals with this podcast was to not do a like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'll be right back, guys, because I want to close the door so the drill sounds a little less quieter. Hang on. Yes, and we are back. Okay. So, what was I talking about? Yes, the motivators, the inspirational motivators, the bite-sized wisdom. Um, even people who are motivational speakers and even people who are, you know, bloggers or hell, even podcasting. One of my biggest goals with this podcast was to not give short, you know, I mean, motivational content to some degree. It has a purpose and I make some as well. I totally get it. But... Oftentimes, real life is not something you can encapsulate in a three-minute pep talk. You know what I mean? And and it works, and it's a form, uh, but uh, it's tough, dude. And the thing with regrets, as I uh, I got off my rhythm, dude, I was I was feeling a good flow with you guys. 
Um, with all of that stuff is nobody ever tells you, I feel even motivation right now has become a commodity because we hear a million things. We watch a million TED talks. We watch a million videos and then we go back to doing the same shiznit over and over again. And with regrets and with failure, you can find a video just like, you know, you can, I was watching, I think the uh, Aziz or somebody stand up and they're like, you can find a video to tell you Michael Jackson did it. And then you can find another documentary to tell you he didn't do it. And you will feel just as strongly about both videos. Um, now, wow. Now the light is strong. Um, and the same thing with regret and failure. You can find a million pieces of content to tell you that you're awesome, that you are amazing, that failure is normal, that regrets are normal. Um, but if you're not learning from these things and if you're not actively applying them, dude, you should feel like shit if you had an opportunity and you squandered it. I'm sorry. You should. Okay. Because nobody, and you will find a motivational video, it was meant to be, it was God's plan, you know, everything was there for a reason. Really? That's why you showed up to the meeting hungover and squandered your opportunity, you know, getting that big sale or, you know, on that date and you got a little too, you know you shouldn't have three drinks before meeting somebody new. You know you should hold it together. You should feel like crap if you messed it up because that is the point of having regrets. That is the point. Look. They say failure is the best teacher. Yes, I made a video plan to fail. One of my favorites still to this day, because, you know, I like to think that it was so inventive and innovative, and maybe other people might think it was bite-sized, but yes, you should plan to fail. And the point of that video was to be okay with failure, but not to be complacent with failure. You know what I mean? Failure is the best teacher, but success is the best motivator. Success is the motivator, my friend. And that's what you're not going to see. Like, you know, I'm all about reveling in your success, you know. But again, another thing you got to know is what's harder than getting to the top is staying there. So once you have success, I mean, the real grind is going to start over and over again. That's why you see the best comedians, the best movie stars. They're working so hard because they do not want to fall back down the pyramid. And they want to stay there and they want to enjoy that. Because again... The adulation, the comments, the notoriety, even the negative attention is good because people, because you know you're pushing yourself. And to you, bro, you know, you're saying, what did you say here? Like, I am, you feel small enough while doing it, but the cumulative effects are serious. You don't really take it seriously. Like, man, if you're, you know, I I always say this thing that, especially with my wife, that I, I love her because she's never changing me, but she's improving me. You know what I mean? Or she's always improving me, but never changing me. And I'm not saying change who you are. I'm not saying be somebody different. I'm not saying, I, I don't know what your regrets are specifically. Maybe they're professional. Maybe they're personal. Maybe they're in relationships. Maybe they're just something completely different. And I'm not a disclaimer. I'm not a certified medical mental professional. I just do my own stuff, you know? Um, but there's a ton of motivation that's patting you like down, right? And all I can say is if you have a regret, uh, don't dwell on it, but as simple as take a piece of paper, take an, take an index card. Dude, I am loving index cards right now. I'm so weird. Like I won't write on a one rupee index card, um, because I'll just think it's a waste, but then I'll waste a year not giving any output or just writing on my phone and never really organizing myself as opposed to laying out index cards you know, and then just throwing them away, basically. Um, but 
yes, if you have regrets, put them on paper and look at them, make them material. You know what I mean? Make them physical. And as you see that, uh, you will do a lot more than just dwell on it for two seconds and then let them add up. You know what I mean? Take that regret on paper, read it, then rip it and throw it away. You know, I know it sounds super chic, super weird, super new age. And I wish I could tell you there was a better way that I deal with regrets, but I have regrets a lot about, about a lot of things, dude. And like, it's normal um, to have regrets, but it's not normal to just let them be. Uh, and most of us do that, which is why most of us are not normal, okay? Uh, I feel like on the flip side, the people who are no regrets or if, if you don't love me at my worst, you don't get me at my best, man, there's so much shit right now that people are like high-fiving each other and there's so much stuff right now that yeah, you know, uh, men are stupid or women are this or uh, yeah, you know, screw him if he ain't gonna take your shit, honey. If he ain't gonna take your shit, girl. <laughs> um, you know, or the guys who are just thinking they're always right and machissimo and stuff. Like, life is a constant, constant struggle to continuously learn and I think that is the point of life. You know what I mean? They say life is suffering. It's life is always suffering. Um, and that word often gets, you know, a negative connotation just by the word suffering. I think, I don't know if you can change it to learning or I, I fully don't understand what that means. So maybe I'm way off here to the, to the Osho and the meditation gurus. I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, I, did you guys watch that wild country, wild, wild country, whatever? I've never read an Osho book and I'm not going to try to tell you to or anything, but. I like skimmed it for, and it was way too dense. And then I watched that documentary and I was like, whoa, they're having like orgies and doing weird stuff. Um, but a lot of my friends have said he is one of the craziest ones who's not in a bad way, but it's actually the guy knows what he's talking about. Um, so whether or not you disagree or agree, please let me know. I've not looked into it deeply. Um, but yes, you know, whoever these gurus are, whether it's Osho or Muji, Muji, Morji or any of these spiritual people, like, I think there is something to that of, you know, life is a constant, uh, you know, trying to figure out what's happening, what's going on. And, I, and I'm trying to get there too. But to your question, don't feel bad about having regrets, but feel bad about not learning from them. And most of us spend years, one year, five years, 10 years, lifetimes, you know, having a small, silly argument with somebody and then not letting it go. And then where did the time go? Dude, like we are, my own mother, you know, can have like a silly argument with one of us and hold on to it for weeks at a time. But with the maid, she can shout and scream and then just like immediately drop it. Same stupid thing, spilled milk or dirty house or whatever. But with the maid, she can let it go and be all chirpy and cheery. Uh, but with somebody much closer, you know, she hangs on to that because we have that, like, a lot of regret is ego, you know, I'm checking, okay, a few more minutes, I'm going to wrap this up. A lot of regret is your ego. Uh, a lot of failure is also your ego. People are so, uh, like, dude, I fail a lot, man. I fail a lot on videos, on podcasts. Uh, I do a lot of bad shows and then I try to improve and, um, I'm gonna tell you a story. Like, dude, I even did a show yesterday, uh, not yesterday, a few weeks ago, and there was a comedian who 
is constantly doing shows, uh, you know, really funny guy, really good stuff, hard worker. Um, but I think he's in like a dark place right now. And I do shows now, maybe, you know, once a week, once every few weeks. I don't get on stage at the open mics as much as I should. Um, so technically, you would think the comedian who is at it every day is a lot more fresh, a lot more in the zone. Uh, but that same comedian at open mics is probably in a dark place because open mics are brutal. So the point I'm trying to make is you can give a public speech every day and there can be another guy who gives a public speech every month. And the guy who gives it every day may not be the best person, even though you would think he's practicing more, he's doing better, he's in the zone. Because when you get into that rut, when you get into that kind of weird space and you're constantly, this is a hard career, I got to slog through it, I just got to push on, all that failure, all that regret, it kind of gets in your head and then that becomes what you're projecting as opposed to somebody who can just kind of come in positive and remember what the audience wants to see what the public wants to see. And this may go over some of your guys' heads, but until you do it, you won't know what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, there was a, we, we were at the show yesterday after the show was over. One of my friends who's a, a big time movie person here in Bangalore was like, dude, you know who the best, you know who the best filmmaker is in this, in this country or in the world? And I was like, Christopher Nolan? Like, I don't know who. And he's like, no, man. The best filmmaker in any country is the guy sitting at the bar not making films. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, dude, that's freaking deep, you know? And it's true. Artistically, for sure, the best artist is the one, Picasso, Van Gogh, whoever, who are like, nobody gets me. And all this shit that's on TV, on Amazon, on Netflix is horrible or on NBC or Colors World or Star World or whatever. Um, but those people aren't having any regrets, or at the very least, not they're not letting their regrets hold them down. You know what I mean? They are fine. You know, I made a uh, crappy project, but on to the next one. You know, as opposed to oh, nobody watched my movie and the industry is stupid and I'm just gonna let these regrets consume me until life passes you by. So I don't know if I answered your question super correctly, my man. Uh, but all I can say, you know. The biggest regret you're going to have ever is if you let your regrets consume you. But at the same time, if you do not do anything about your regrets, whether it's as simple as taking a index card and writing five bullet points of what you're going to do today or how you're not going to make the same mistakes over and over again. And it's so normal for us to continuously make. I, I agree with that quote, you know, insanity is making the same mistake twice. Um, but we'll all do it, you know, we'll all, God, why do I keep doing that? Or why do I keep getting so drunk? Or why do I da 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 da? But like, you know, again, real life is not so cookie cutter, tie a shoelace and wrap this up nicely. You know, I, we were talking, same, me and that guy, that filmmaker dude, he went to a film festival in Goa and he was telling me, um, I don't want to give his name out of respect for the individual, but he was telling me that, uh, he was in Goa and talking about not wrapping up things nicely. Has anyone seen The Lunchbox? The Lunchbox is a critically acclaimed movie. <laughs> Here's the thing about commercial success in India. The movies that succeed in India, nobody gives a shit about. And the movies that succeed worldwide, nobody gives a shit about in India. You know what I mean? Like The Lunchbox, case in point, I think box office wise didn't do much. The public did not like it because it wasn't for the masses because it didn't have a nice 
tie it up in a shoelace ending. And people in the in the West, not that they're right, I'm saying, but people in the West, they love the lunchbox. This guy was at a film festival in Goa, and every German, Austrian, Australian was like, we want to see more movies like the lunchbox. I don't know what accent I'm doing, but they were like, we love the lunchbox. Because it was so, it was real life, which is not a cushy ending, which is painful, which is, I don't know what to make of this, and I don't know what to do from now on. There's no, like, dude, how cool would it be if after every breakup, you know, you could just have, like, a Jay Shetty, like, come to your house, like, what are the five things we're going to land from this, you know? Like, you, real life is not so, uh, you know, watch this TED Talk and figure it out. You're going to make the same mistakes over and over again. There's not going to be pretty B-roll footage of flowers and white people kissing and all that shit to tell you how to do it. So, I think I think when they say life is suffering, what they mean by that is you got to figure it out on your own. Okay, contrary to everybody's, uh, do these eight things or read these fifty books. You know, I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to figure it out on my own, just like I'm sure you are as well. But like to the dude who emailed me and to anybody else who has regrets about friends or family i'm not telling you to call that person that you feel has wronged you or used you or cheated you i'm not telling you to call that relationship that didn't work out or you're still hanging on to or i'm not telling you to go back to that job that you hate i'm just telling you these are the headwinds (laughs) of our market forces anytime in life there's something worth doing you're gonna have regrets so breakup employment startup i don't know family depression whatever it is um not depression i take that back i don't know much about that but um anytime there's something worth doing in your life you are going to have regrets uh and people always say like i i look back on that time and it was very dark but i wouldn't trade it for anything Eh, i don't know (laughs) you know i would have traded in for peace of mind and spending more time and smiling more when i was waking up every day instead of being a grump that things aren't working out you know so um, you will learn from these things, but, uh, it's not easy. And this week on the Brain Num Num podcast, I'm just going to say, ironically, not ironically, but probably not to your chagrin and not to, you know, I'm going to take a lunchbox approach that you've got to find your own interpretation and your own meaning for what regrets and failure mean for you. Because if you just keep failing and you're just like, I learned from that, I learned from that, I learned from that but you keep failing, you clearly did not learn at all, okay? So um, I know it's probably not gonna tie up nicely for all of you guys, but all I gotta say this week on the Burry Num Num podcast, with, regard, with regards, regards and regrets, are they related? So with regards to regrets and failure and all of that is find your own meaning, and I think that is the real challenge, and I hope this helped some of you. So... Uh, we got a little deep this week, you guys, and um, let me know your questions for the next week. Like, rate, review. Uh, drop your comments and your feedback, please, on uh, ping me on IG. I would love to know. And uh, this got super serious, you guys. <laughs> I I really don't know, man. I um, I appreciate this, and it's made me think about some of my own stuff as well. And this was very cathartic because now I go into this voice to use humor as a defense mechanism because you've made me introspect into my own life. So uh, thank you guys. I will see you next week. Sanjay Manangtala out. Num num. Bye bye. Birdie num num. Birdie num num.